Chris, what exactly did Harbaugh say after he came back from Minnesota, didn't get the job? Didn't he say he wasn't going to entertain or look anymore? If you want me as your coach, I'll, I'm going to be here. Yeah, and he said it was a one-time thing and that uh, I'll be here as long as board will have me and everything else. And, uh, you know, we interviewed 16 of 17 people at Media Day for a story, and they all said the same thing we did in the media, that, you know, we expected him, if the right offer were to come up, he'd have to listen. I think that NFL itch is hard to go away. And John Beeline said the same thing after he flirted with the Pistons, but people changed their minds. And, you know, when you get that close to a Super Bowl, Bill, it's uh, that itch is tough to go away unless you scratch it. So there's going to be some interest this time. That's what makes it more interesting. But we also know he loves his team at Michigan. We also know that he's continued to tell Michigan's parents and some of his players, you know, that he's not planning on going anywhere. I think it's in Michigan's best interest to step up and pay him probably what he's worth as one of the best coaches in the country at this point. I think we can all agree that uh, what he's accomplished here, one hand tied behind his back, is pretty special. And and unless you want to start over and give that away, then it'd probably be best to do whatever you can to keep them. Something that they didn't do, in my opinion, with John Beeline, even though he might have been going anyway, and probably Eric Backage, too, the baseball coach. So it's time to operate a little bit differently, in my opinion, and keep a guy like that here and, and make sure that he doesn't get away from you. But if he said, I'll, I'm there as long as you'll have me, why, mm-hmm. why, why not shut down anything connected yeah. to the NFL? Fair question. Yeah, it's a fair question. It's the same thing, like I said, with Beeline. I guess guys change their minds, and you know. Um, but it, there's no question there were hard feelings after he got his pay cut in 2020 to, and a half. You know, when they came back with him last year, you know, was with an offer. I think that he wasn't even something he wasn't even making before um, an amount. So uh, maybe there's a level of disrespect there, or maybe he didn't realize how what the money was. You know, you look at some of the numbers being floated around by these NFL teams. You look at Denver supposedly going to be paying $20 million a year for a coach, and Jim's on their short list. And Carolina, he did talk to the president there, the owner, rather, of the Carolina Panthers, I think his name's David Tepper, and said after that, told, he told media in Carolina, I think I'm going to be coaching Michigan next year. And, of course, he always puts in there, no man knows the future. But I think that's what he wants to do. I think he understands the team is coming back and that this thing is humming. Michigan is the king of the Big Ten right now. I don't think there's any denying that after two wins of Ohio State and back-to-back Big Ten championships, and if all goes according to plan, they'll be the favorites next year. So I think he likes that. He loves the team that he's got coming back. So we'll see what happens. But, um, you know, at this point, I wouldn't make any predictions, Bill. I think that, uh, you know, there are a lot of egos in the room when you deal with things like this on both sides. So it's something they're going to have to iron out. And the longer it goes, again, the more it hurts recruiting, just like it did last year. And if it keeps coming up every year, then it's certainly going to hurt recruiting even as much or more than NIL and Michigan's lacking in that area. If it's true that the Broncos are looking at paying a head coach $20 million a year, how does Harbaugh, if it is fifteen to $20 million a year, how do you turn that down right. if offered, right? Yeah, it's insane, right? Especially if you have that itch and, uh, you know, but it's, not, it's really not about money with him, and that's the thing. You know, it, it never has been, and you know, he came out after his pay was cut, and he said, you know, it doesn't really matter. And he proved it by giving a significant portion of his bonuses to other coaches in the department after the 2021 season. So I don't think it's as much about that as it is the respect that comes with being one of the best coaches in the country and feeling that you're getting what you deserve and that your coaches are, right? That your assistant coaches are making 
because these guys are working just as hard as he is on a daily basis, and they have to recruit in some instances more than the head coach does. And, uh, you know, these guys are, are making a fraction of what he makes in a year, so he wants to see them get paid too. And the strength coach is Ben Herbert, one of the best in the business, as he said many times. So that's what these guys want when it comes down to that. But, you know, at the end of the day, it's, I think it's really going to come down to, you know, what does Michigan do to counter, and, and does he really – want to go back to the NFL. We've talked to people who have said, yes, he wants to be back in the NFL. And, uh, you know, I saw John Bacon's tweet, and I love John, and I, I don't question his source at all, but I don't think it's that, okay, it's, it has everything to do with the NCAA and nothing to do with Michigan. I've never bought that. I will never buy that. John Beeline said the same things afterwards, and I think uh, even though John left, you know, and still loves Michigan, I think that there were some, some hard feelings uh, in some ways with him. So, uh, that's not the situation you want for your coaches, especially when you've got these elite coaches that keep coming here. If you lose three elite coaches like that, then at some point I think you've got to look yourself in the mirror and say, is it them or is it us? Could this be a power play to get Ward Manuel out, or is he solid at Michigan? No, no I don't think that's the case at all. I, it's not about getting Ward Manuel out or anything like that. I think that they're, they're, I think that they're united, honestly, in, in their approach to these negotiations with Harbaugh. They just renegotiated his contract last year. Let's remember when they didn't have to, and they're probably thinking, well, here we go again. I'm going to have to do this again, or we're going to have to do it every year, you know, and what's going on with this guy type of thing. At the same time, you've got to ask yourself, what's the alternative here if we don't cave, not cave to his demands, but if we don't pay him what he's worth or what we think, you know, who's the next guy going to be? You know, I, I've heard some people say, well, if it's Sharon Moore, this program's in such great, uh, great hands and great and a great position right now that, you could plug anybody in there and keep it going. I don't think it works that way, and, and I think it's that arrogance that, that really got us to 2008 to 2015 Michigan football when we had losing seasons and three-win seasons and Rich Rodriguez and Brady Hoke. got one of the best minds in football right now, and he's got this thing humming. In my strong opinion, you do whatever you can to keep that going forward. I agree. Yeah, your point about Beeline uh, and Bakic, and you look at – everything going on, you couldn't lose three premier coaches because that, that's where I go toward manual, okay? If, if, if they're drawing a line in the sand or if there's stuff behind the scenes and obviously the pay cut, Harbaugh, the humility, he handled it very well and he uh, proved to everybody uh, the next two seasons, hey, here we go, Big Ten Championships, college football playoff. Uh, there is an agent involved, so all these connections yep. to these other teams – could be putting Michigan in a spot to give him that, you know, twelve, thirteen million dollar a year deal. Put him uh, with Saban as the highest paid, if not the highest paid, in college football, and Harbaugh's happy. But I, I, I agree with you. How how long that negotiation took when he eventually took the pay cut? What happened uh, last year at this time? Uh, they they need to either, uh, you know, I can use another phrase, but we're a family friendly show. Either Harbaugh and Ward need to finalize this or move on, basically, and and let Harbaugh chase his NFL dream. Yeah, I think this would have to be the last time. And if they did give him this huge contract, let's be honest, he should probably be the the highest-paid coach in the Big Ten at this point, right, given what he's accomplished here. So who's making the most in the Big Ten? Mel Tucker Tucker got like $3.5 million a win. Right. (laughs) <laughs> right, and he's used, and that's right down the road. And I and I know for a fact he's looking at that and saying, "Hey, you know, um, this is probably what I, I think I'm worth." And I I would I bet you'd be hard pressed to find many people who didn't agree with him and saying, "Look, you know, you look at Ryan Day and, and what he's accomplished and, and good on him." But 
you know, Harbaugh's won two out of three now against him, and, and look where Michigan is. They will be favored probably if they get these guys back and they can solve this quickly. Guys are, you know, guys that otherwise might have stayed are already hitting the transfer portal or going pro, you know, when Harbaugh could have convinced them to stay or, or at least, you know, some of the NIL opportunities would have come up. But, you know, the more guys you lose like that, the less less of the nucleus that you return, and uh, it shouldn't be the case. you got to get this thing settled quickly, and this is not the time for a power struggle. Everything's rolling. Michigan sometimes has to get out of its own way here, and I understand when you have egos involved, it's, it's hard. But And there are ways to handle things publicly like Harbaugh did. Privately, I have no doubt that he was seething about the pay cut back in 2020, and if we go back in hindsight, you know, 2020 was kind of a throwaway year. You look at Indiana was competing for Big Ten title and you know, teams that got to practice more were winning more games. Michigan had so many opt-outs and, and so much less practice than other schools that you can say, okay, uh, like P.J. Flex said, he said this is not going to be the year that, that determines what we are as a program because, you know, it's just not right the way things are going. And you kind of saw how they performed that year, too. It was almost a, a throwaway year. So if you want to throw that in somebody's face, fine. But I think the way he's responded to that and how they've recruited the good young talent they have on this team is indicative more indicative of Jim Harbaugh than anything that happened in 2020. And he was close. People forget he was really close in 2016, had a chance to win a title in 2018. Now he's finally gotten over the hump. So this isn't just like, okay, he's come out of nowhere with a couple of magical seasons. He's been building this thing gradually, and now he's finally got it to where you you want it. Just don't blow it, I think, is what Michigan fans are thinking. And to me, Chris, and Chris Ballas from the Wolverine.com joining us talking about the Harbaugh Willie Stayer Willie Go, it is hard. Bud Light, huge question of the day. Where do you think Harbaugh will be coaching? What team uh, this fall? You can answer that at one 838 That's 1-866-838-HUGE. I go back to what you said, and I've held on to it, that no coach in a Power 5 conference has ever had to bow down and take that pay cut, and Harbaugh is stubborn in a competitive way, uh, and a lot of pride, and I, I do wonder, uh, you know, the NFL closed the door on him last year. That wasn't a good look for him. Didn't help yep. recruiting. If they want you now and, and you move on and you're a savior in Denver or Indy or Charlotte, North Carolina, and you're going to make more than you made at Michigan, uh, it is a way of telling Ward Manuel to stick it and don't ever make me get on my knees and beg for my job again. Yeah, and I think that's uh, fair. Uh, you know, he would never say that publicly, right. and he would never want to hurt his alma mater. But I agree with you 100%. And, you know, I remember reading in Bo Schembechler's book when he flirted with Texas A&M in the early 80s, and he said, "My, I don't think my relationship with Don Canham, the AD at the time, was ever the same. And I think it's probably the same here. I don't think there's any question about it. And, and it's hard. It is hard to have that kind of a relationship. But at other schools, you see it all the time. The AD, AD is kowtowing to you know, the elite football coach and even like places like Ohio state. And this is, this is crazy, but you got the president saying, geez, I just, I hope Jim Trestle doesn't fire me, you know, type of thing. You don't need that level of worship, but you do need a level of respect. I think, uh, and, and as to how hard it is to win in this climate, number one, and number two, that for everything that people say about Jim Harbaugh, he is an excellent football coach flat out. I don't think there's any denying that you see the culture that he's built since 2020 again, and uh, where he's won at every level, it's really almost unprecedented what he's done, you know, between the collegiate and the NFL levels. Pete Carroll, I think, would be the only one, other one, right, on that uh, on that plane. Nick Saban was a failure in the pros. Steve Spurrier 
you know, you go down the list. He is one of the elite football coaches of the last several decades, no matter what rivals say about him, no matter what a certain faction says about him. So to me, you want to start over again and you want to endure what you endured for 2018 from 2008 to 2015 and say, hey, we're Michigan and we can do it no matter who we plug in there. You know, good luck to you. Chris Ballas for the Wolverine.com joining us talking about Harbaugh. Will he stay or will he go? There is a, a different scenario this time around, though, than the pay cut negotiations. You have that president, the new president, who is really pro sports. Yes, and they and the regions, to their credit, needed somebody who, in this trying time for college athletics, when coaches have to figure out NIL and everything else, they needed somebody who understood what those guys were going through and somebody who was very pro athletics and Santa Ono is that guy. So, um, you know, there are rumblings out there that there's pause. There are some things that they, they want to make sure of before they offer Jim Harbaugh this, this uh, significant contract and, and everything else, uh, you know, without going into detail, you know, minor things that happened in 2020, maybe on the recruiting trail, these are rumblings at this point, but regardless, you know, you look at the, the landscape of, of college sports and, uh, Jim Harbaugh is not a cheater, number one. Uh, there's no question about that. Number two, you look at these guys who are and have gotten away with it and get rewarded with these multi-million dollar contracts. You only have to look at Bill South at Kansas where nothing still has happened to them. Remember when Bruce Weber, the Kansas State coach, let his hair grow and explained at his going away press conference, it was because he was waiting to see what happened to all these NCAA tournament teams that were getting hit with NCAA notices of allegations and what would happen to them. He said, I was going to let my hair grow until something happened to them. Well, nothing did. So, uh, you know what? That's just a, that's a lame excuse, in my opinion. It's time to pay the guy what he's worth. And if he wants to retire here, then uh, you know what? You make it worth his while. And if I was them, if I was the administration, if I was Ward Manuel, I go to him and I say, what would it be? What would it take? He could just stay here. We want you to retire here so that we don't have to go through this again. It'll be interesting. I think they need to move fast, uh, and we'll see. Uh, because if Denver is going to offer $20 million a year, uh, Harbaugh, I think, would take that in a heartbeat. I don't know who's a better candidate than Harbaugh right now for the Indy, Denver, or Carolina job. And I Maybe doubt... Sean I, Payton? What? Maybe Sean Payton? Maybe, well, but I think... Yeah, yeah, but I think Sean Payton, you know, there's talk he might go back to New Orleans. There's talk that uh-huh. he could even replace, uh, even though the Cowboys are playing well, that uh, Jerry Jones wants him to take the team to the next level, right? I mean, because yep. their defense is solid and, you know, Payton, his strength yep. is offense. So, yeah, I, I would say Payton has his choice and then Harbaugh would be the second best candidate. I think we'll agree on that, right? Yeah, I agree. I think maybe 1A, 1B at this right. point. And these teams all have huge money, Bill, to spend. So they aren't going to blink. They aren't going to think twice about spending you know, $15 million a year on a head coach. So that's what makes it more interesting this time around for Michigan and Harbaugh. Yeah, they got to move fast, man. They let it linger and keep being uh, headlines. They're going to kill recruiting after two straight Big Ten titles and two straight college football Semifinal appearances, no way. That, that could set the program back. And and you do wonder, I'll say this, off of John U. Bacon's tweet, and he'll join us later here on the Huge Show across Michigan, that if you're an NFL coach now, it's kind of like Beeline and what he's told me privately, where yeah. you don't have to deal with the transfer portal or NIL. Uh, yeah, it's a year-round job, but the things are set. You know your roster. Yeah. You, know, you know your team that the NFL is actually more attractive to coach 
than college at the Power Five level. Agreed, 100%. And that doesn't mean that you don't try. And that's my point with Michigan. It's like, okay, yeah, you can see it, uh, but you do everything you can to keep your Hall of Fame coaches and your elite coaches. That's where I am with that. And, uh, you know, you got to remember John, John Beeline was coming off the heart surgery and everything else. Lost a couple guys on his roster. He didn't think he was going to lose, and he was on the road for, I think, 30 days on an airplane, you know, flying commercial as well, trying to uh, make up for that. So it got to be overwhelming. And I wouldn't blame anybody, any coach, Ryan Day, Jim Harbaugh, any of these collegiate coaches, if they were to say enough of this, you know, and if they've got an opportunity in the NFL, I'm going to go. Yeah, but let's look at, um, you know, Jay Wright leaving Villanova. Uh, When you look at John Beeline was way in front of the curve on it that he didn't want to, you know, he said it's just great right now to come to work and work with players and travel once in a while and, uh, you know, shoot arounds and do this. And he said uh, the re-recruiting with the transfer portal, the NIL that he could see coming, uh, who, you know, guys are going to take it because there's, you know, D1 job is a big deal and big money. But, you know, and Harbaugh may never have another chance. I know they're loaded, and I think they'll be preseason number one if everybody's coming back. But Harbaugh knows right now if you're, let's say, 1B and Sean Payton's 1A, your, your stock has never been higher in terms of, and the multiple jobs that are open. Life's about timing, and it's good right now for Harbaugh. Great. Yeah. Yep. And I think he's got ties to Indianapolis. You know, I don't think Denver's a great job with where they are with salary cap and everything else. Carolina would be easy division, you know, and uh, an owner that's willing to spend. So I think uh, I don't think there's any question that there will be some interest in it there. But he keeps saying the same thing. I think I'm going to be back at Michigan. I want to be back at Michigan. So I think if Michigan makes it worth his while, then I think he'll be back. So I will have to see what happens here. But like you said, the longer it plays out, the more uncertainty there is. The more of your guys are going to consider the portal or going to the NFL. You know, Blake Horam's on the fence. Blake Horam wants to see. Uh, we, we strongly believe he was leaning towards coming back. How does that change this if Jim Harbaugh is not here next year? Uh, that you know we might have to we might have to find out. Chris Ballas from the Wolverine.com. You can follow everything Harbaugh, everything Michigan football, and University of Michigan athletics, and Michigan Michigan State in hoops. We'll talk to Chris on Friday about that matchup in East Lansing. Chris, appreciate the update on Harbaugh. Anytime, Billy. Thank you.